Sabbath Sunday. Well, maybe not. Republic of Texas Radio. But it could be if you want it to be, because I'm kind of more of an anarchist, like towards anarchy. And um, yeah, I, I really believe you should do what's right for you and not let me boss you around like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day. Oh my God. Hey, do we we still got Chance with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, look, guys, you know, I'm sorry if I get a little hot-headed, but all I care about right now is putting an end to this tyranny, right, in all its shapes and forms, and praying for like-minded people who need prayer. To me, that's that's all that's important. The rest, the rest of it is all bull crap, and I really get upset when I talk about it now because my patience is wearing very, very thin, you know? I'm, I'm with you, my friend, uh, all the way. Like, like I said, you know, I, I don't know if y'all listen to me. You, you can hear, like Chance, you, you can hear the frustration, the disgust, you know, with what's going on. It's like, you know, how long can this last? You know, it just seems to go on and on and on. Yeah. The mesmerization, you know, you know, Chance, you know, you were, you were talking about, you know, the football and this and that, you know. Chance, you know, this, this is history repeating itself, you know, breads and circuses, you know. Keep the people mesmer- mesmerized, keep them entertained. My dream was either to be a football player or, or be in a rock band. This was my dream, right? We all had dreams when we were young. Uh, uh, but football, I'm a great big football. But I, I cut it off, oh, I don't know how long ago, five years. When I seen politics infiltrating and I seen all this stupid crap, I said, oh, no, that's it. So what do I do? I live in yesteryear in my mind, you know, with my football collections that I saved and and, and I don't watch it no more because I refuse to. I'm not going to give them my attention when they act stupid and do this because they're proving to me, hey, I'm going to spend my time watching you and what you're doing is against what I believe in. Well, I'm just going to have to stop watching, and that's what I've done. And it was a hard yeah. thing because I'm a big, big football fan. But in, in chance, but, long gone are the days of, of you know Roger Staubach and Tall Jones and oh, you know, the, yeah. the real football players who would go out there and they'd actually get bloody out there. You know, they, they hit and they, those days are gone. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gone. Calvin Hill. Yeah. You're talking about the Cowboys. Oh God, so many of them. I know. I know them all. Of them, you know, watching them. But I, I won't watch it. I haven't watched it in five years, and I don't plan on watching it. Even college, we're doing it in college too. And not only that, I heard uh, 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 that it's fixed anyway. So in other yeah. words, yeah, it's yeah. fixed. The games yeah. are fixed. Number one. So for the stupid betters who bet, I used to bet. Remember those tickets? The tie. If you had one tie, you lost. Right. But I used to win occasionally because I knew football, right? But now I find out it's so corrupt, even on the college level, too. Same thing. So, what, so in other words, people are wasting their... And I gave it up, right? And if I gave it up, anybody can give it up, believe me. So, now, these people, their ideology is, is against yours, number one, political ideology or whatever, and the game is fixed. So there you got two things right... Right against you, right there. So why are you wasting your time watching it? See, let him go broke. 
and all professionals. You said you know you said you wanted to be a football or a baseball star or something. You know, when, when I was younger, I grew up hunting and fishing. You know, uh, my my desires were I wanted to go tarpon fishing. I wanted to go elk hunting. Well, you know, I wanted to do something. I wanted to go out and challenge myself against nature. And, and, I only and moved learn, to the country and, you know, 14 and, years ago. I was born in a city, yeah. a large city up in the Northeast. So, yeah. you know, that dictated my early life, see? But now that I'm older, uh, uh, I'm living in the rural country, you know. Uh, uh, but it's only 14 years. But I feel more at home here than I than I did in the city when I think back. I, well, it could be age, who knows. But, but you know, I'm, I'm a city person who moved to the country, and you couldn't pay me. You you couldn't give me a million dollars to go to any city nowadays. I, I just right, don't do I it. Totally, I totally agree with you. Hey, Chance, feel free to hang on the line. We're going to go to some of these other callers that are yes, starting sir. to back up. But before I do that, I want to remind everybody that we do have uh, a book drive that's going on right now. You know, John Statmiller left us a lot of books and you can go over to republicbroadcasting.org and sign up for it. There's two weeks left in the whole thing um, for the book drive, right, and get incredible deals on that. Put your name into the hat, yada yada. And then there's the Rebel Madman quilt thingy, right? That's the big one. You get a nice uh, Confederate flag quilt thing just go on over to republicbroadcasting.org my words will not do it service for sure you can see a picture of the the, the quilt and a little puppy dog with it yeah alan would like that okay so let's go on to the to the next caller uh, uh ready for some telecommunications problem hey mike in kentucky over 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 Yes. There I am. Over. Oh, yeah. oh, Roger. So, okay. Um, I got the idea that uh, any there's several things that I've seen happen. And it's almost like they're they're saying, you know, look what we can do, and you can do nothing about it. Like the arrogance of uh, we're you know we're pretty much defeated in a box, and that's gaslighting. Uh, some of the stuff that uh, you can see around that London Underground 7-7 bombing. You know, for days he said it was 49 people, and they were running a drill exactly the same places they got bombed. And it's almost like a signature, you know. The bus got diverted to splatter, you know, human sacrifice all over the Tavistock Square, Tavistock Institute of Humanism. So it's almost like there's several signatures there that are basically giving us all a raspberry. You know, pfft, you know. Look what we can do, and you can do nothing about it. We're the ones in control. You might as well just forget it. You know, there's several things like that that, you know, that's just, you know, a simple example that a lot of people might have missed, that aspect of it, you know, even though the odds of it being, you know, happenstance or coincidence are so slim. But that's, I think that's... uh, a big factor in what they've been doing, and that's a force. Hey, hey, hey Mike, r- real quick on, on this subject before I forget it. Mike, um, uh, you remember you, you talked about the 7-7 bombing. You know, you remember uh, over in Europe somewhere there was like a stabbing, an Arab or someone supposedly went crazy on a train and, you know, a subway and stabbed a bunch of people. And, and then they had they had bloody footprints running out of out of the subway, you know, and, and like doing this little dance. And, uh, and I, I recorded this. And I sat there and I freeze framed one particular sequence of these of these bloody footprints, 
and I tried to reproduce it, and there's no way physically that the human body could reproduce footprints that were that were on the concrete there. It's, it's almost like someone went along with a stamp and just said, oh, look, we're going to make bloody footprints out here, you know? And, 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 and you know, I, I tried to reproduce the, the pattern of these footprints, and there's no way in hell that the human body could physically do that. Well, four or five, well, four or five, six tracks in the blood, you know, is already wiped off. You're, gonna, you're not going to track it very far. So, yeah. But, no, that's a force multiplier against us. There's all kinds of force multipliers, I think, they're doing to try to control uh, gaslight, uh, you know, tell people basically it's useless. Sir. Any of the churches are doing this a lot, you know, oh, it's the end times, it's just going to get worse. And so everybody's all self-defeated. And uh, we've got some people that are activists that are RBN people that are trying to get people to call the White House and the Congress line. And, <laughs> you know, do what you want. Do what you That's want. Great. I've got my stuff lost in the mail when I've sent them return receipt requested and registered mail and certified mail. It, they're, they're like, oh, well, why'd you send it there? You should have sent it to our, our local, you know, Kentucky there. office. <laughs> Everything gets lost in Washington, D.C. And I'm like, yeah, because half the people are asleep at their desks. But you were talking about the IMF or the economic hit man. And uh, they're starting to do that here, I think. You know, it really got started under the Clinton administration, got kind of turbocharged after the Brundtland report said that the International Monetary Fund is no longer going to just loan out free funny money to even first world countries absent collateral. So even the Republicans, you know, it seemed like something that Clinton and the radical left and the tree huggers want to do. Even the Republicans are looking to do that as a fundraiser for the spending spree that is D.C., you know, capturing land with land use restrictions and turning it into a wildlands corridor or all that kind of stuff. They tried that in eastern Kentucky after they robbed, you know, 90% of the coal jobs. I know somebody that works in eastern Kentucky, and for years, they, when they first started driving around in eastern Kentucky, they saw, you know, these coal tipples and mining operations where there'd be like 200 cars in a parking lot, and then all of a sudden, they're empty. And in the middle of nowhere, where you wouldn't think anybody would have any luck with it, there's people standing with cardboard sign that says, please help us, we're starving. And so the, Hal Rogers and Mitch McConnell were wanting to turn the rugged hillsides and creeks and stuff of eastern Kentucky into a uh, wildlands reserve or something and do it for tourism. And they were going to do you know, a carrot-and-stick mm-hmm. approach. But you you can bet that the cut of the take that Eastern Kentucky got would be a very small fraction of what went to the welfare state and the military industrial complex. You know, guns and butter, and you know, Eastern Kentucky would get a little bit of tourism hop uh, kickbacks to maintain that's 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 right. or, or they or they're turning our national forests, you know, into United Nations um, uh, conservation oh, easement, um, you know. Uh, oh, yes, they're, they're monetizing the debt that we have, and they're, it's all going under a centralized control. Yes. Well, as long as the T-bills are being sold, you know, then, they, then we've got no problem. The music keeps playing. But they have done so, several tricks on that, like they what's called bifurcated the national debt. Nobody knows who's behind Vanguard, but Vanguard owns some huge controlling share in BlackRock. And BlackRock has about half of the U.S. national debt, and the other half is in the hands of the Federal Reserve, and maybe whatever <laughs> five or six five or six percent around the world is oh 
is being held by private funds. But during COVID, everybody ran to the dollar, so that allowed them to borrow and sell more debt. And so that's part of what's caused the inflation and the debt. They have no no restraint. If you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. And so they keep the gross domestic product and the national debt uh, is just a few percentage points apart. Well, it went parabolic in 2020. You know, twenty twenty one after Biden went in there. So, 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 so is CBDC going to sure be our savior, Mike, or Bitcoin, or what? They no, don't have uh, anything. But we're going to get started on Bitcoin. America will keep going as long as they can milk the cow. As long as there's still ways to siphon money out of America, the you know the Israelis or whoever. Bank of England, that kind of stuff. It, somebody yesterday mentioned, and I had never put this together, but America did not have enough money to buy the Louisiana Purchase, so they went hat in hand to the Bank of England, who was at war with France at the time with Napoleon. It wasn't that beautiful? <laughs> yeah. That I mean, what a... about that? Great. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it. They, well, so the Bank of England is funding Napoleon by by, by giving America. Uh, enough money to buy the Louisiana Purchase. Now we're funding Israel through Ukraine the same way. Any any foreign aid that goes to <laughs> it, from Israel to the Ukraine gets uh, paid off first. So you know yeah, that was, uh, that that was we're... Michael Gaddy's show uh, yesterday. So if anybody hasn't uh, listened to yesterday's uh, installments of uh, God, Rebel Madman, go listen to it. That's a great story. It was an amazing two hours. <laughs> You know, it, it did go down off like about two minutes and so forth. Hey, Mike, I got a couple other All right. on the line. Gonna sure. have to move on. Hey, Chance, before we move on, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. See, all history is a lie. All history. Now, there's so I've I've realized that a while back, and it never ceases to amaze me. What I think might be true is still a lie. We've been gaslighted from day one, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, the whole world is gaslighted, and I think it's too late for these people to, to, to actually uh, uh, analyze all this now. There's not enough time to analyze it. I figured it out, and I'm, I'm still surprised now and then when I hear Mike Gaddy, things I didn't know. But I think it's too late to wake people up. Uh, they can't absorb all this. It'll blow their minds well, tremendously. It's too it's too late for a peaceful solution to this chance. You know, look through history. You know, nothing. These people never go away and say, "Oh, you don't like what we're doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Here's all your stuff back, and we'll leave you alone." That never happened throughout history, and it ain't hey, going to happen this time. Yeah, and you can't explain it to them because it'll take you months to to. And who? And they don't even want to listen. So I mean, what's no. the point? See what I mean? No, yeah, because okay. it, it is rather scary and uncomfortable coming to the realization that it was it on Mike Gaddy's show yesterday. I think he said, you know, he was in like the Library of Congress when he was first started going, and and he started uh-huh. looking at these documents, and, and and he turned to the lady that was working there, and 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 he and he, and he said he said he said, is this true? And, and she yeah, said, here. he said, this is nothing I learned in school or college or anything. He said, he said. So basically, everything that I learned when I was going to the higher levels of events of, of learning uh, was a lie. And she said, "Well, have you ever lied? 
Yeah, well, see, Alan, yeah. this it's is like, why what was your intent behind why? the lie? Alan, know. Alan, yeah. when people start talking politics, a Republican, conservative now, I just tell them, okay, well, nice talking to you. i got to go uh, give my turtle a bath now. You know, I, I just, I realize it's, yeah. it's useless. It's useless. I'm not even going to get into the, I'm just going to go. Uh, uh, I'm not going to waste my time because I'm worried about my rights. I see them being taken away. This is what people should be. They are. They're, they're going to continually go away. And with that, let's move on to, uh, well, Skype 2. Stephen Whitener, how are you? Howdy. Hello. Thanks for letting me join the conversation. Yes, I've been listening to you guys, Chance. And I, Chance said, uh, how did he put it? He said, it's almost tyranny. It's almost here. But, man, it's been here, you know? We're really living under it. It's just taking its mask off and showing us what what control they have. That that was kind of right. the, the thing that that struck me. And and you got some really like you guys mentioned Mike Gaddy because that's another thing I was going to say was that this goes way back to the Constitution and this this Constitution gave them unlimited power and this is the end result of it. Uh, okay, that that was one. One one thing I wanted to mention, uh, and uh, it's very in your face too. The things that they're doing. I, Mike was talking about that. He was talking about the the thing with the Tavistock there seven seven and to make a patent. Okay, you guys remember during the COVID nineteen thing that uh, Bill Gates made a patent oh six. It was patent six 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 about this uh, uh, body. Uh, Implant that was uh, associated with the central bank digital currency and a uh, uh, you know a, a, a digital currency you know however they did it it, it, it all related to that and they used patent six 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 I mean that's in your face that's just kind of them doing that to us yeah. to show us that yeah we're doing this to you now and there's and, and I don't think there is a political solution to this I know there man it just no, that we have isn't. to find a different way we got to do something different you know I don't know well, exactly what I know I sound naive that? saying that but go ahead. How do you respond to that? Because, you know, they use the 666, and, you know, personally, I usually just laugh and, and move along and don't follow mm-hmm. that thread because that's what they want me to do. They want mm-hmm. me to hold up the, oh, look, 666 is to, to try to make me look like a wackadoo, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, well, I, I, I rem- eh, go ahead. They do many things like that to put it in our face. Look at that. The the different uh, set that was the Oval Office that was obviously fake, you know. They're just – they're showing us, ha we got you. We, You know, you it's it's disgusting. The whole New World Order thing is here. You look at what happened with COVID, and they told the world to shut down. And almost all the world shut down. Very few outliers that didn't, you know. And then they took care of those guys that didn't go along with the protocol. So that's already happened. And all these wars that they keep uh, instigating between people, uh, between countries around, it's just to keep them in power. It just it infuriates me. We can't go on like this as we have because no, we and it all goes back to the money, too. That money that, that is uh, imaginary yeah. and, 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 and usually on, on that subject, yeah. when the COVID lockdown started, like I said, I got television from every continent on this planet except for Australia. And within two or three days, every country on this planet, on, on their television networks, were spreading the COVID lockdown line. Yeah. That's the music. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Republic of Texas Radio. Have you been looking for a trusted, long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. 
Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. So here we fight all through the night. We're back. Hey, um... You know, this gaslighting stuff, right? When they do make it so damn extreme, it's it's just uh, fascinating. Chance, you brought up the strollers and cribs that were found in the, you know, Shabbat Lutrovich's uh, (sighs) tunnel and all that other crap. You know, um, that is one of those stories you try to tell to somebody and instantly they'll go to the frosted flakes type look on their, their they'll go what are you talking about you anti-semite <laughs> you're like going oh my god steve what do you know about that you well, know did, i saw i'm sorry let me, me to talk of you i saw that there is a sculpture there in that neighborhood uh in brooklyn that is it's it's a reptile like a crocodile coming out of the sewer snatching a child and pulling it in the sewer i mean uh, okay, I saw that. I haven't been there to confirm that that's really there, but yeah, it, New York City, and it's right there next to it, and it's just it, it goes to 
it goes to the heart of the matter, I think. And people people don't want to know what's really going on here or get to the very core of this. And and, and the, you know that's that's yeah. what they these people that that group what what are they called Lubavitchers? Yeah, they're all over I the world, so. and, and they they have a um, yeah they have an influence. I think undue, you know. And it, it, it what is the guy that they they think was the Messiah? Was it? Oh, sabotage Zevi. That's just – people don't – and people look at you like you said when you talk about that. They don't know this or are aware of it. it it's it's hard to, to swallow that these people think that they're going to bring mm, – I don't know what – bring um, the millennium, I guess, or the, the, the savior by making things as evil as possible. That wasn't that uh, – that Sabbatean uh, – I've read a, a bit about it. I, yeah. I read the whole thing, but you know, it, these people really believe that, and it's like, come on, they man, do. you know, yeah, that that gets well, very upsetting. I, I agree. It's a say. I don't know. It's a it. I don't know what it's there for, right? But it's there for a reason. It didn't just accidentally happen or was exposed. They're like, oh, yaishive or whatever they say. <laughs> yeah. You know, Boy, <laughs> they're going. Oy vey, that's right. You know, our kids, they dug ways, a tunnel. need to distract us from what else is going on, too, because, look, right? you know, it, I think that that whole Pizzagate thing and all that, they play that up so that we'll, you know, we'll look over there and and, and, and that while they're but doing something else, like just killing all those kids in Gaza and Dresdening Gaza Strip. Sure. That They're doing things like that, and we're looking over uh, at this, 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 uh, you know, but... Uh, Look, we need to we need to protect yes. our kids. If we can't protect our kids, what you know? That's that was the whole thing but, that got to me back before COVID. People were having these drag queen story hours, you know. And right. it's like if you're going to bring <laughs> yeah. your toddlers up there, what won't you let these people do to you? And then of, yeah, shortly thereafter, they funny. showed me that they'd let them do anything to them with the COVID psyop. It, it, it's been hard ride, hard road to see, man. But you know, I'm glad to be here. There's no, there's, I just don't think that there's any way we'll fix this with more of this. You know, I know I sound naive when I say that, but this guy come up, wanting, he was canvassing for DeSantis, and I said, man, I, I pointed him to Mike Gaddy. I said, look, I cast the last vote I'll ever cast was for me. I don't want any more government. I'll govern myself. There's no solution there at all. There just isn't. And, and and it's been that way. We have to find a different way. And, and I don't know exactly how that's going to work. But if mankind is going to thrive and survive these people, we're going to have to do that because they're not going to stop. We can't stop them and fix them. These powers that should not be have been in place for thousands of years, it seems to me, the masters of war and masters of money. And the only way to fight them is to not to play kind of like the end of that war game movie where it says, funny game, only way to win is not to play. We have to not to play the game and yes, help sir. each other you know we have to find a different way to live is what i and, and i know people out there in rbn land and people out there smarter than me could figure this out you know i i i just you know that's just kind of what i wanted to put in with you guys today mm -hmm. i really appreciate y'all's show too by the way yesterday on mine a caller uh, called in who was bragging about you guys too said he never missed you i wanted to pass those kudos on to you <laughs> that's funny hey um let me ask you since it is black sabbath sunday um when did Ozzy do that song that the Masters of War that you play all the time? I seem to have missed yeah. that in my life somehow. Okay, that yeah, that was a uh, Dylan cover album by Leslie West. Leslie West uh, was the guitar player for Mountain, you know, Mississippi Queen uh, song, and and he did a, a album of Dylan covers, and Masters of War was on that. Ozzy sang that one. He's got 
the rest of the covers wow. good. I love Leslie West and that I love that fuzzbach wah, wah guitar from the late '60s, early '70s. And Leslie West was a master. Tony Iommi it was, is a, my, my favorite, but yeah, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed your show since you came to Republic Broadcasting, um, and that song it just hits me, and I'm like going, "When did that? How did I miss that?" How did I miss that? I think it was the early you know? 2000s. And, and, and it's, okay. it's just called, the album is called Masters of War, too. You know, I was probably it's hiding in a computer yeah. somewhere, you know, I don't know, overly religious. Or, 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 or we, were, we were going off the rails on a crazy train. That was the really <laughs> Yes, that, Wendy loves that song. I, I was good. a Black Sabbath fan as soon as I heard him. And the thing, the reason I liked him so much is because Tony Iommi, he came back from this horrible injury where the tips of his fingers were cut off there, the two middle fingers, and he had to put thimbles on them. He had to make thimbles so that he would be able to play. It was too painful otherwise. And he just persevered and stuck it out. And look, he created a whole new genre of music doing it. So I have great respect well, for Tony Iommi in that regard. You know, I mean, well, we could, there's, there's, we could probably that, yeah. go off on a, a hell of a tale because, um, you know, Black Sabbath singing War Pigs, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, what the hell? Are they, are they telling you what they're doing? You know, what part of the... What part did they play? Well, anyways, we'll have to do that in another time. Thank you for calling. You know, thanks love very your much show. for taking it. Enjoy your show. Uh, and I'll talk to you right. with you. Thanks, RBN. Okay. Thank you, Chance. If you want to hang in, go for it. Republic of Texas Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. People who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. 
People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. So here we fight all through the night. We're back. <laughs> hey, Chance called back. We, we, we lost Chance for a minute. He took off, but he came back. Hey, Chance. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, hello. I just got to tell you, I, I was born and raised uh, uh, only a couple miles from Manhattan. I saw Black Sabbath uh, at Madison <laughs> Square Garden in 1978. I was 18 years old. Wow. 10th wow. row on the floor. Yeah. And uh, I don't listen to Black Sabbath much anymore. As a matter of fact, I like Mountain much better now that I'm older, uh, uh, Leslie West, yeah, he's about 400 pounds, Leslie West. I don't know if he lost all that weight, but uh, I just, yeah, when you mentioned that, I had to call back. And did you know the drummer, Bill Ward? I read, I think it was about 10 years ago, he was homeless, and he died. Wow. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and I didn't know that story about Tony Iommi, though. That's interesting. And I saw them live back in 78 at the Madison Square Garden. See, that's what I loved about the Northeast, guys. Uh, I've been to so many concerts back then. The Garden, I must have been in the Garden oh, about 20 times. I had so many bands. I saw Seeger, Nugent, God knows how many more. Uh, that's the good thing about growing up in the Northeast when I was younger. But then it was a different time. It's not like it is now, you know? Right. Who knows? Where I grew up to see a concert, we'd have to drive to like Oklahoma City or Dallas or somewhere, you know, to, oh, I've been to see so a, you know, a big I have band. all my ticket stubs, too, you know? Listen to this. Really? Yeah, I have it. I was supposed to see Skinnerd, right? I had a ticket. <laughs> I went to see Skinnerd. Now, they, they paired Skinnerd with Nugent. Don't ask me how. Uh, in 1977, I still have the <laughs> ticket. I still have the ticket stub. The plane went down a couple of months before the concert. Aww. I still that have that sucks. ticket stub, yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, I had a call in to a break from all the craziness going on in the world. Stephen uh, got me going here, you know, because uh, it's memories. Memories of a better time, I guess you could say. Memories. Yeah, I'm not going to sing the whole song. All right, hey, well, guys, got... I'm, I'm not going to Go be ahead. selfish. I'm going to hang up and let you take other calls. Now, thanks. I just had to chime in about that now. You're good, man. You're totally good. Okay, thanks for the call there, Chance. Uh, Lynn, Lynn in Maryland, sorry to keep you waiting, man, or woman. You're worth every second of waiting for. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you and Alan, Steve. Thank you very much, and and I so appreciate Jansen, and also Stephen. Um, If you missed something, Jeffrey Bennett did a show this past week on the Eagles, and it it had me in tears. It was Monday or Tuesday night. You might want to find it in the archives if you're in the archives. And and I got a bet for everybody. I got a bet. 100% guaranteed you'll win bet. Donate to RBN. If nothing else, you're going to have a warm feeling in your heart and know that you kept us alive, and it'll do you good. And so there's my bet. I've got a couple things, and I'll be quick. If you write to Capitol Hill or the White House, use a postcard. It won't take as long because it'll take three to five weeks otherwise because they have to make sure there's no powder inside the envelope. But especially phone calls. I was so in tears yesterday listening to the march because there was a staffer that spoke, and hundreds of thousands of calls have poured into Capitol Hill, and they have made a huge difference. Congress people and senators may not, as many, so many, speaking out publicly for the people of Gaza and against Israel, because, you know, APAC money, um, but staffers showed up yesterday and also staffers at the white house and people in the cabinet have signed a letter to biden about that and yesterday you know when it came you know it comes to truth whether something's true or not but i heard something and so i actually called the ranking member on the house armed services committee and said i don't know if this is true but if it is um because I hadn't had time to check it and still don't know, actually. But there was a ship going to Israel that was in the port of Oakland, and people blocked the port so it couldn't get out. And I said, if that's true, thank God, because Houthis had not killed anybody. The president did not ask permission from Congress to attack the Houthis. And when I've made phone calls this week about that, I've said those people in Yemen have been through hell and back in the past decade, and the last thing they needed was our missiles bombing them, and we've killed at least six Houthis and at least six other people. You know, this, and all they're doing is what they're doing. It's about, it, they're only stopping ships they believe are taking supplies to Israel, Israel's still not letting aid into the Gazans because Senator Van Hollen was there last weekend and verified it, okay? And so that is what they can do the same way. All I can do is make a phone call, but I do what I can do. You know, we can, I don't think we could be apathetic. We have a representative republic, so our voices matter. I had a huge argument with somebody Friday night about this. You know, we wait, oh, nothing we can do, nothing, no point doing anything. Well, you do nothing, nothing you're going to get. You're not going to get what you want. But also when Imam spoke yesterday, and one of the things that he said was, and for any of you Christians, listen to the pastor from Bethlehem's sermon called Christ Under the Rubble. He said, it's really good, and I will give you the number for my conference line so you can listen to it. In the middle of it, it says, you know, you've been disconnected or something. Ignore that. It's not true. It says it about five times, but then the whole program just reconnects. It's a recording I did from Democracy Now!, where that was recorded, and then she actually interviewed the pastor. So I'll say my number and the access code two times real quick. All that right, paper, pencil, 605-313-51. Six five six zero five 
313-5165, and the access code is 538522-POUND. 538522-POUND, and it'll be there until I record over it. Um, and it's, it's the sermon that they did about Christ in the rubble from their nativity scene and the Christmas sermon. So we make a difference. You all make a difference. Chance makes a difference. You know, yeah. and we have to use discernment. We need to be discerning and ask God to give us discretion because not everything's true. I mean, you know, things are sure. not true. But, but. There, the fact is there are 23,000 innocent people that are dead in Gaza. Who knows how many in the dead bank? And every 10 minutes, a well, child I loses know. a limb. You, you know it, what's interesting, Ling, and we're going to have to go on in a second, but you know what's interesting is that as the Jews are killing all the Palestinians in, you know, in Palestine, um, you know, while occupying Palestine, that's... that's beautiful right you know so they take over palestine then they kill all the palestinians and claim that they're killing what uh, bunny rabbits or whoever the hell they, they're doing the truth is that they're killing palestinians right and they're well, and the truth is we are. are palestinian well yes by proxy because for there sure. are weapons and our ammo but, but yeah. you know you, 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 you might as well call them domestic I mean, violent extremists steve <sighs> Well, you're sitting there, we're, we're trying to figure out who's got the pot and who's black, right? You know, the pot called the kettle black, and it's like, okay, so yesterday we're sitting there um, doing Rebel Madman, and we find out that, oh, hey, by the way, the, the British might never have lost the war of independence, right? Alan, you and I had talked about that, you know, quite yeah. in depth for years, right? Did we ever win? Right? I mean, why is they... And, well, we didn't. Okay, so it was the Jews, right? No, it wasn't, right? But was it? You know, who is it? I mean, we're, we're all round and rounder we go. No, the, the Israelis are killing the Palestinians. No, we're killing the Palestinians using the Israelis, right? No, the is, we're the puppets of the Israelis. We're right? supplying you know, the in, in Lady Rothschild's words, what, she said, who? If, if my sons did not want a war to happen, it doesn't happen. But, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but, yeah, go ahead. And yeah, it's the and, government. Let's be careful. You know, there are a lot of Jewish people that are against the war against that. You know, this is not about Hamas. Well, it's not about Jews either. It's about Israel, right? You know, it's and they, about there the government are, of Israel. It's crazy about Zionism. Jewish people. There's crazy Christians. There's crazy atheists. There's it's crazy extremism. In the world. Yes. Well, they call you and I extremes too. You know, it's like well, they're going to call us anything. Don't let them intimidate whoever, you. It's like names, names, whatever. That's just ah, it's a tactic to shut us up and fun. don't let them shut you up. I'm going to try to get to it. these other Love calls you. before Appreciate we go. You. Then. Love you, too. Yeah. And, and, and Lynn, Lynn I, I, I'm, I'm going to call you a little bit later. I, I want to talk with you a little bit. So I'll, okay. I'll contact you later. Thank you. Well, let's see. Sam was just stepped away. Maybe he's back. Let's see if he is. Let's go over to Sovereign Man in Freedom Land. Dun, dun, dun. What's up, man? Can you hear me now? Sir, yes, sir. Over. Hallelujah. <laughs> Over. It's not hey, Mike. Go ahead. Could you read that? Could you read that quote by Jack McLam, or did you already do that? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, did you send it to me? You read it. 
I can't see it. I'm like, please pray for me. I got to get my eyes working. Oh, on. no. Yeah. It's terrible. I yeah, have to okay. try to figure out how to get through the crap of Skype. They really haven't done a good job of um, what making it steveable. Let's yeah, see. I'll actually. Okay, I'll here it is. Here's your Jack McBlam. Okay. Tyranny cannot come to the door of any American unless it comes in uniform. If police officers and soldiers will not enforce uh, tyranny, it will never be enforced. Jack McLam. Hmm. God rest his soul. Yeah. yeah. I remember my favorite hey, hey, Jack hey, hey, McLam. Speaking, speaking so. of Jack McLam, real, real quick yeah. here. My favorite moment of Jack McLam, this was in That's his later years. What I was going to say. He, he was on the radio. He was on the radio doing his radio show. And he, and he says, hang on a minute, folks. I hear dogs barking out here. And I've got these little bunny rabbits. And I love my bunny rabbits. And and, and he goes to the door. And, 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 and he picks up a shotgun. And you can hear him rack the shotgun and walk outside, you know, to shoot these dogs that are trying to kill his rabbits. Yeah. I, 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 I love the man for and nothing else for that moment. You know, he, I, oh, I heard yeah, him rack That was live on, on RBN. Yeah, yeah, that was live on RBN. I was listening too. You know, I, I lived like three miles from where I currently am when I heard that episode. Rest in peace, Jack McLam. Yeah. Hey, and and uh, I appreciate you, sovereign man. Keep calling back. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling. Well, I said that. He was really sure. gracious. I I happened to meet him at at the Capitol during that whole Ron Paul thing. Yeah. That's right. You used to call call in a lot. You you used to call in Alex Jones' show around that time too. You know, yeah, that was just a million years ago in alternate reality like land. It seems yeah. like it doesn't. It? Wow, well, it does. Children all, children all grown up now and moved out of the nest and all that stuff. Mm, yeah, it's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Hey, we got um, one more caller. I want to try yeah, to get yeah. in. You got well, anything else for us? Yeah, two yeah. points. Um, what one is you're, you're down you're down in in the republic, and I've heard rumors that the uh, Texas National Guard is doing something at the border. Is, that, mm-hmm. is there any any any? There, there, no, there there always, there's always they're, they're helping stuff. process the migrants across the border. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. But but then yes. then there's. Then, then uh, I just wanted to say to, to Lynn, um, I think we have to define who we is. See, we We're always as a in mean, that trap. Yeah, it, 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 I didn't send any weapons over there. Uh, I'm not killing anybody. And you know that pastor? I heard that sermon. Actually, my phone was my device. I, I was without the Internet for almost a month. So during that time, I was, you know, uh, I was listening to NPR because – I had an old phone that had that FM tuner on it. So I was listening to NPR and and the like. And I did hear that pastor, and he, he said it's just like the time when Christ was being born. And they were, they were killing all the innocent children, uh, you know, during that time. You know, the Pharaoh was going around, and he was killing all they were, and the Sadducees, they were killing all the, all the children because... You know, they, they had word that that child was going to be born. So that's what's happening over there. I think over 51% of the quote-unquote people in Gaza 
are under the age of 17, 17 and younger. So yep. that means they're, 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 they're killing women and children. And very few, uh, uh, i.e., uh, terroristic targets. So there you go. So pray for Gaza. Pray for America that they will repent and stop funding, you know, the, the tyranny that's going around the world. And, brother, I'm, I hate to say it, but I pray against it that, you know, judgment's coming on America. And, and and you know that you know the term we and us you know that that's a broad term we have we have our commonalities but we are you and me and we and we don't live in the same circumstances we don't live the same lives you know different parts of the country different ways of living different ways of, of being brought up but we do have a commonality and you know that that's called integrity and honesty and truth you know um, the people listening to RBN I hope to God that every one of you out there you know still has your integrity, you know, you don't like what's going on, you speak up against it, even if you're ostracized, do what you can. What You know, you might not seem like, like you're doing anything, but, you know, informing someone, bringing one more mind in, into what we know is going on, you know, you've doubled your numbers. Do what you can. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. I want to try to get to, to Jim. He's uh, been patiently waiting for a little bit, as you were. You know, sovereign man, appreciate you. Thanks. Call next time. All right. Let's do this. Uh, Jim in New York, welcome to oh, the show. Morning. Uh, is Chad still there? No, unfortunately, he uh, took off. Uh, he, 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 got he had me. the second we had the second coming of chance, but that was when oh. he dialed back in. <laughs> yeah, we, he had me reminiscing about the old football games in the 70s. and uh, Alan probably remembers. You remember the, the Raiders and the rivalry with the Steelers oh, in the yeah. 70s? Yeah. Alan? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember that. You know, I... I was I was not a big football fan, but you know that was back in the days. Yeah, you know everyone had their rivalries. Yeah. Oh, what a what a rivalry! I'm sure Chance remembers that. And you had these great players like Ken Stabler and Fred Bolitnikoff, and then the Steelers had Mean Joe Green, and but he got me reminiscing about the, the football in the 1970s. Oh, I loved it. I'm with Chance. I'll uh, well, you, well you know, I, I was a Cowboys fan. Like I said, you know, I brought up Stallback oh. and Two Tall Jones and, and uh, what was his name, Newhouse, that, that black guy that weighed like 380 pounds. You know, he, he, when he got the ball, he was like a bowling ball going through the defensive oh, line. His thighs were bigger than my chest. Oh, yeah. His, his yeah. legs were so strong. Oh, the Cowboys, what what teams they had. It's so exciting, Roger Starback, Drew Pearson. It was it was an interesting time, a lot more simple. You know, I, I played football uh, when I was a kid. I mean, when I played football, I mean, I was on a football team for my high school, and it wasn't a big deal, right? I did one season and, you know, whatever. But we didn't – everything was simpler. You know, the pads were simpler. You yeah. know, you looked like a person kind of. You know, nowadays you you look like some kind of an armored Sasquatch when you play football. It's like, 
like, what the hell? And, um, well, I don't know. There, it was just... And, and, and the, hey, the, the does games, everyone remember, does everyone remember when great Joe Seidman, when, 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 when his leg got broken, you could hear his leg snap on television. <laughs> I mean, that, that was no, a classic I moment, you know. That. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it was so much better 40, 50 years ago. I feel so horrible for the young people today. Don't let anyone mm. kid you. I think things are much harder for working people today than 40 years ago. Much harder. Oh, definitely. You know, the, the American feel, dream is the American dream is gone for most people. You know, you know, you know, the husband Jim, going off to work and the wife staying at home and keeping a nice house and Jim, raising the kids. You know, it, yeah. that's all gone. Yeah. Okay. It's the isolation of uh, the modern society, the the generation A or Z or whatever they call these under 20 year olds, you know, they don't have personal communications, even the millennials and so forth. They, it's like, Oh my God, they're so separated. And you know, they try to come together on stupid things. It's like, I, I don't know. We used to have friends and bicycles and, and they, they get, tired of us saying that kind of crap you know well the, oh the well tech, the technology is better i mean today the kids have iphones and ipads and all that but the standard of living since 1970 i believe like real wages <laughs> have gone down 40 percent or more so i think yeah. I, I think it's much harder for the young today i mean they can't buy i mean I think it's much, much harder. I think, you know, I'm thankful I grew up in a in a good time in the, the 70s because I, I feel terrible for the... What what kind of country we've left them, I don't know. I think it, I feel terrible for them. What do you guys think? Well, you, Alan, you know, they, they will never own anything and they better enjoy it. In the words of the world economic, (laughs) I don't know. They can make their own world as they go along. I was handed a world that uh, you know my predecessors handed me, and I wasn't you know largely responsible for the creation of this world around me. So I'm kind of with sovereign man. You got to watch your definition of we. But I'm trying to get. I'm trying to do just like you, Jim. I'm trying to make the world a better place when I leave, whether or not they appreciate that. You know, because some people want this, you know, serfdom, right? Because they see it's better. The dependence on the government, you know, I, I can't say how many times I've said, well, we're a rich country. The rich should pay my way. They say it differently, but it's pretty much that way. What do you think, Jim? Should the rich people well, pay hey, all hey, of our hey, way? Hey, yeah, I, 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 want to, I want to ask this question real quick, Jim. I believe uh, during the beginning of the COVID thing, when the vaccinations came out, or was it you that I heard call in that said they, 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 you know, I think you were driving a bus or something, and you said they offered you a hundred dollars if you would go in and, and take the vaccinations, and you laughed at them. I, I, your dry New York sense of humor. <laughs> I, I, that was you, wasn't it? No, actually, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, okay. I, I, but I, I would do the same. I just I I feel terrible. I, I don't I don't get into this blaming of the generation. Yeah, there's good and bad in all generations. But I'm just saying the way I see it. You know, me and Alan, we grew up in a much much better time. I'm thankful. I I 
tremble at the thought of what the young people have coming in this country and, and the country that they have to grow up in. It's so much harder. I see it in, you know, work for working people. Now, the wealthy, mm. the billionaires and the trillionaires, well, they love it. I mean, they're doing great. Yeah, totally different Working world. people... Working people, I mean like warehouse workers, service workers. You know, you remember the show All in the Family? Oh, yeah. Archie yeah. Bunker worked in a warehouse, worked on the loading yeah. dock. But he could afford a modest home in Queens. And, you know, but he, he was a warehouse worker. Today, a warehouse worker service worker they can't afford a house they can't no they can barely pay the rent right yeah i mean if you work at mcdonald's you have to supplement it or even walmart with welfare so even working people can't can't uh pay their bills to survive it's terrible so horrible i i, I just i feel i Feel so horrible for young people today, boy. They are going to have a rough, rough time. Yeah, mm. but, but 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 Jim, but Jim, it, it, it's so convenient, <laughs> you know. They've they've got their smart watches and their smart rings and and their and their smart uh, tongue studs and their smart cock rings and everything else. You know, everything Jim. is smart. It's like oh, you can tell what? what's going on with your body. Just put it out in the cloud. Besides, Jim, they're going to have artificial intelligence patches and little things that look like puppy dogs that are, are just kidding it is it is sad for them well thank you guys for taking my call and you have a wonderful weekend thank you okay you too republic of texas radio black sabbath yeah, sunday take care of their Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.